Good day and welcome back to Let's Talk. We are continuing our discussion concerning the message Pastor Webster brought some time ago concerning Daddy, where are you? If you could remember, in the first portion of these discussions, we talked about a testimony that was a terrible life's journey. Today we're going to look at a different testimony, but we're going to hop back to that previous testimony of a terrible life's journey first. We're going to mention a few highlights, and then we're going to move over to a different type of testimony. So in this testimony, this person asks, Daddy, where are you? And they mentioned that they asked that question for most of their lives. The person started by saying, from time I knew myself, life was a struggle. So this gives the idea that without her father, life was extremely difficult for her. Concerning what she knew of her father back then, she mentioned he used to work and spend his money at the bar while we struggled to take care of us. This, of course, wasn't a father that provided for the family either. The person also mentioned, in my youth and even in my adult life, I have always lacked the love of my parents. So it was tough. She did not know her father. Her father was not around. Her father did not support the family. But in addition to that, here she reminds us that she lacked the love of her parents. So the love of her mother was not available to her either. And that person spent her youth looking for love. And the love that she thought she found, she found it in the wrong places. She got involved in different relationships where people would just abuse her, not show the love, use her, desert her, and at one point, she was even hurt and damaged physically to the point of um, she probably thought she would die. Furthermore, some highlights from this testimony she mentioned. I was determined that my children would not face in their life what I did in mine. So she had children and her determination was to the point where she wanted to make the life for her children that she didn't have. She wanted them to have that positive life that she missed while growing up. She said there was no daddy for any of us. So the cycle somewhat repeated itself as she grew up without a father, she grew up without the support and the love of a father, and her children now were there without a father, without the support of a father. So she concluded that there was no daddy for any of us. And she had to be that father for her children. She had to be that mother for her children. In her quest to better their lives, she moved to a different country. And of course, moving to a different country isn't anything but easy. And in this different country, her heart was torn to pieces because her son started doing drugs. He also joined again, and she feared for his life every day. Many times she thought they couldn't survive. But I'm glad to know that she said they all survived, but they survived not without scars. She often wondered how different her life would have been if her father was present and if she had parents who actually loved her and wanted the best for her. In conclusion, towards the end, she did get in contact with her father. She prayed to have her father and God allowed her father to come back into her life. But at that point, he was sick. He needed help. He needed support. And she had to take care of him. And in the end, she said, I honestly don't know why I'm having to take care of someone who never took care of me. 
but I did ask God for my daddy, and that is the form I got him in. So after all of that turmoil, not having her father through the beginning part of her life, not getting the support and the love from her father, not even getting the love from her mother, she prayed to God concerning her father and asking God to bring her father back and give her father. She got him back. She got him back in a condition where she had to take care of him. And it, it, the whole ordeal was just tough for her. And now we're going to transition to a different testimony. It also answers the question, Daddy, where are you? But this experience is quite different, and I'll go ahead and start reading a bit of it now. Daddy, where are you is a powerful question. For me, my answer to that question is quite simple. He has always been right beside me. Pastor Webster, you think that's typical, or should that be expected, that a father would be right beside their children? For those of you that are listening to us, these are not stories that we made up. These are two testimonies that's coming from those that experience these things in life. I once heard of a young lady who said she had gone to high school, and there at high school she met many boys. You know, there are some boys that are faster than others. I don't know if you were one of those fast boys. But no, I was very slow. School. No, very slow. <laughs> I was slow too. But this fast boy, you know, the other ones who could come up in your face first. This boy walked up to her and he said, I love you. And the young lady said, and she said to him, I heard that before. My daddy told me that this morning. In other words, your sweet words, I love you, will not sweep me off of my feet because I am accustomed of hearing from the man of my life, who is my father, I love you. And that was so encouraging that someone could say, my father told me I love you. Different type of love. Different type. He really loved her, the father, as his daughter. And every time I think of that, I, I think of these are real life stories, Pastor Collins. Now, this person is saying that this question is powerful, and the answer for her is simple. And that the answer is that he has always been right beside me. Now, I want to be honest with you. I am sure that that father would also think that there have been times that I could have done better. Because he's not perfect. But the child is so pleased. When this one hears of what happened with this other one in this family, she's saying, I never experienced nothing like that. My dad has always been there beside me. And as I listen to this testimony from this other person, I notice keenly how she explains what she meant when she said, he's always beside me. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed? Yes, she yes. Said, as a child, I never felt afraid if my father was home. Now, notice what this person did not say. The person did not say, I never felt afraid. Because I am sure that that person has been afraid many times. But the person is saying, I never felt afraid when my father is home. To me, why would you be afraid? You're afraid because you feel you're not properly protected. So when your father is at home, you never felt afraid because my father's there and my father's gonna protect me. Never 
felt afraid when he was home. She said, as an adult, if he's at home, I don't even have to lock the door. You notice the confidence? And this is not a, a, a child, this is an adult. The confidence that this adult is putting in the father. She said, when he's home, they never even locked the door because she still thinks like how she taught when she was a child that daddy is here to protect me. And so long as daddy is here, everything is okay. All I have to say, daddy. She went ahead and said, there's a measure of safety I feel when he's present. I wonder if that's the way we feel in the presence of our Lord who protects us from so much evil. She said the world could be unsafe and it could be falling apart, but if daddy is there, I have no fear. What a testimony mm -hmm. that a child stop and think of her father and how she sees her father, her daddy. She sees him as a protector. And that's why the question is asked, daddy, where are you? There are times when our children need to be protected and we are not there. She said, daddy is dependable through thick or thin. He has been consistently available. This one answers the question, where are you? Mm -hmm. Very well. So to know that your daddy is there, that you can call on your daddy, that he is dependable. Sometimes as parents, we listen to our children and we pick up that in which that we want to talk negative about. They want something, but then before we see that they really need this, we, we try to find out some things that will give us rights not to give it to them. Now she said, Daddy is always available. Now they want to go somewhere and they don't have anybody to take them. She's saying Daddy will do that. And sometimes when we do not make ourselves available to our children, they find others that make themselves available to them. And that's where we find a lot of problem with our children just slipping away, you know, and we don't stop and think of what caused it. I know our time is up for today, but I'm anxious for us to come back, Pastor Collins, and share a little more. For she said, in every moment that matters and in the moments that seems insignificant, he has always been there. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Talk. And if you have enjoyed it, don't forget to like this video, give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues, and people you acquaint yourself with. Let them know. If the message was good for you, it certainly would be good for others as well.